You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's a problem-free philosophy. Happy Monday, Mousecapades listeners. I'm here with Nick and Kaylee, and we're going to talk about nighttime fun at Disney. I think you probably know what I'm talking about. There is always, always a good time at night at Disney. You can look in the sky and be at your resort sometimes and enjoy some of what we're going to talk about tonight. Before we get started, we need to mention our sponsors. First up, Joe's got some great apps for you at myvirtualmickey.com. If you've ever been wandering inside the parks and thought, man, I wish that I had an app for that, they do. Our buddy Joe has created a whole bunch of apps for you to enjoy. Go check them out at myvirtualmickey.com. Also, be sure to check out our other sponsor for all things Disney and other great info at waltexpress.com. So let's kick it off tonight with, or today with Magic Kingdom. And they just recently changed last year to the Happily Ever After show. I'm going to let Kaylee talk about it first and I will jump in. All right. So this show, uh, the difference is they did have a fireworks show and then a projection show and they were separate, but now they have combined them and it is now one show. They still have a separate projection show that's way more intricate, but the Happily Ever After um, projections are pretty much accompanying the fireworks, which is super cute. The music is always good you do want to make sure you have decent seats to see fireworks in the castle i'd say that's probably the biggest thing is that usually when they're separate the fireworks you can see from a lot of different places but the projections you want to see up close so it's kind of tricky to get just the right spot to see the fireworks and the projection in just the way you want to so i think that's probably like a trickier aspect of this show but it's still so good we saw it on our last trip there and it was still pretty new at that point and we didn't even have the greatest spot for it but we still could see a lot of what was going on which was nice and there were people everywhere it was wall-to-wall people what would you say about it mom well i was gonna ask nick technologically nick can you tell the clarity that they put in the happily ever after versus wishes not that wishes was bad i loved wishes i don't want to say that because i was sad when it went away but the clarity of the technology because you're a technological guy of happily ever after versus what wishes used to be well the high definition is definitely there and your depth of perception as far as you know your perspective on things uh that are being projected onto the castle disney does a great job of actually making the castle look like it's moving shaking stretching i know it does shrinking and it tricks your brain almost you know it's really i just i think it's so cool if i 
was into that stuff, I would love to have that job. Uh, I agree it was really good. I, d- I will probably still always miss Wishes, but I encourage people to go see Happily Ever After. And it catches on. The more I hear the song, the more it's catching on in my brain. And I think that's part of it. Wishes was in my head, so I think that's how it should be. And, you know, you know, change is good, but sometimes it's hard to change something that you're used to. Yeah, I agree. I miss Wishes too. But I think every every time they change it, because I think they've changed the projection shows a few times, and every time I just think it can't live up to what it was, but it always does once you see it. So the other show that they have is Once Upon a Time, which is the show on the castle, correct? Yeah, that's just the projection show, which I think is accompanied by fireworks, but it's not as much of an aspect. As I don't think Happily it's as long after. either. Yeah, also not as long, because Happily Ever After is about 20 minutes, I would say. And the thing I like about Once Upon a Time is it touches on movies from long ago and movies that are more recent so you catch everybody from because when you go to Disney as Nick and I talk about all the time it kind of transforms you back into a child so you have people going there that are 70 and 80 years old because they remember going there when they were younger and the movies that they watched with their kids and maybe even some of their grandkids they're in the in the um, projection as well as movies that are more recent like Moana and I'm losing movies right now I can't they think do, fast they enough. use Tangled a lot because of the um, lanterns yes that looks really cool on the castle. So if you've not seen either of those shows, Happily Ever After or Once Upon a Time, we highly recommend them. I would say if you don't have small children, because if you do have small children, you probably want to get them into bed, go to the second show because it always seems like the second show, Kaylee can disagree with me or agree. It seems like the second show is not as full as the first show, wouldn't you say? It's usually not. Because it's like the people want to watch it and get their kid in bed so that they can go to the parks the next day or catch their plane or whatever they're doing the next day. So they typically do that. So if there are two shows offered. I know there are some nights that they're not, but if there are two shows offered, I would totally recommend going to the second one. Something else cool that they have, and it's not in Magic Kingdom, it's when you're leaving, and it's not all the time you would have to ask somebody, because I don't know, or I've never seen a schedule for it. Maybe Nick did on the TV, because he teases me that I didn't know what he was talking about a couple weeks ago. Uh, Remember, the TV flashes all the schedules and stuff like that. I've never seen the electrical uh, water pageant, and when it's announced. Did you find a schedule for it, Kayla? Um, It says on the Disney website, it gives the time that it is being shown tonight as 10.35. That's very specific and it says it's 15 minutes. Oh, well, it's in the lake. I can't remember. Is that Bay Lake that's out there um, in front of Magic Kingdom? And they do a electrical water pageant. And it looks a lot like the electrical parade but on water. I mean, they, of course, it's not as grand, I guess, because it's not as long. Kaylee said it's 15 minutes. But I will tell you, if you're at the California Grill when that is showing, we were one time and it was really cool to look down from the top of the Contemporary and watch the electrical pageant go by. It has a lot of uh, flags, representation of them of America on it, and it does change. Like, like it'll be a float, it's a flag and an eagle, and then all of a sudden it'll switch to a dragon towing a line. So it was really well thought out. I think it's been there for a while now. I don't know, does it say on the website what year it was started? No, it doesn't. So I would definitely ask somebody if they know if the electrical water pageant is going to be there when you're there, because it's a pretty cool experience to see a parade on water. It's not something you see all the time. I think it's the Seven Seas Lagoon. Oh, is right it what it is? Yeah. Okay. That's right. I, I was, I, that's why I said, is it? Bay Lake it, is right across California. Right, Corner. by Contemporary. Okay, sorry. My no, bad. I get, I get those confused all the time. So They're two massive bodies of water. True. Well, yeah, man-made. And right. one feeds into the next, so. So definitely try to see that if you can. I think that your kids would enjoy it too. It's probably something that they've never seen before if they haven't been to Disney. So then I'm going to jump over to Epcot, which is, I believe, Mr. Black's favorite, Mr. Brad, sorry, my husband's favorite nighttime show, and that is Illuminations. And the Black Children. Don't forget the Black Children. They love this show too. Well, they do like this one, but I think that they like the one on the castle better than uh, Illuminations. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. I believe, I believe 
that mine are in Magic Kingdom. I watch Illuminations because I still think it's awesome and it's different because it's on water but it's got fireworks also which the electrical pageant parade does not have on, Right, that's um, true. the Seven Seas so this incorporates a water parade with pyrotechnics so that's different from anywhere else and I still think it's a good show. I just think there's, I don't know what it is for me. I just think the stuff being on the castle is I just think it's because it's classic Walt. I think that in our mind that's classic Walt and I know that there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying I I believe that's why we like it so much. But so the Epcot one has the globe, if you've never seen it, or the world. And it's made out of metal. And they, you can even see sometimes uh, on the nights that they're going to have the show. Well, they have it every night, I guess. They're, you can see them towing it across the lake. That's fun. I, that's cute. What? But you they said, have it every night. You were like, on the nights? Well, that's every night. So. Yeah, I wasn't. I was, was I was thinking, because sometimes they used to, well, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but there were other places that shows were only certain nights. So they have this world made out of metal. And they'll tow it across. You can see because if you've never been there because we were like, like what are they doing? steel, man. It's... Right. It's heavy duty. And they they actually project things onto this globe and I, I don't want to mess it up but I know there's people on it. First of them all, they make it look like the world. Like you can see the blue and the green like if you had a globe in your house or a globe at your school or whatever. And then it transforms and you see like animals that are in the different lands and then you see people. On the different continents. Yeah, okay. And then you see people from all over the world on there and then it eventually the world opens up. It's cool, yeah. And and it turns into this big fire. And it spins the whole time it's spinning. Yes. Yeah. Like Kayla said, there's fireworks too. It's just an amazing show. And the thing that's cool about Epcot is you can almost always find an amazing view because it is in the middle of the world showcase. And where I'm trying to think what part of the, what do they call but that? But the best view for me is right in front of the American experience. If you, if you for kind you? of. Right. For me it is. Right. Just I think right of the stage. Okay. Area. You know where they have the acapella singers and stuff. Yes. And you can get a really good view right there. But I, I mean, I don't know that there is a really a bad view. I mean, if you want a really good view, you can buy that dessert package where you could, they have a little table and chairs for you and you get to eat and watch the show. Or watch it on a boat. Oh, that's right. You mm-hmm. can tell about that. No, I've never done it, but you can no, pay for it. No, I know, but you it. can talk yeah, about it because we talked about it before. You can pay money and watch it in the water. Wow. It's a pontoon boat. Yeah, but you know how much it is and everything and I always forget. It's like, what do we say? Put me on the spot, dude. Sorry, I thought you told no, me. No, it's all good. I, like I can't three, remember. I believe you said it was $300. Right. For but to break it up. Right. And then you can have up to 10 people, which would be about 30 bucks a person. And really think about that to be out on the water watching that. That'd be pretty cool. I'm thinking of the song on a pontoon. No, I don't know that song. Why? You're going to sing it for us? No. I do not know that song. Pontoon? <laughs> no. Oh, man. All right. Is it a country song? Yeah. That'd be why we don't Brad, know. Brad, find it. Insert. Insert country song. Probably our next favorite nighttime show. Little, little Big Town? You really don't know that? Seriously, I really we don't. don't. Gosh. All right. Music majors. We're not I'm not really country into music. country music, but that's one okay, that I like. Okay, that's a stereotype. <laughs> I'm going to call you out on that one. High, uh, high School Musical. Oh, my word. I put notes for myself. And it says HS. So I said High School Musical. No, there is no nighttime show. Hollywood Studios? It is Hollywood Studios. Ding, ding. All right. Okay. So Fantasmic is fantastic. <laughs> 
Yes, that's my favorite one. So I'll let you talk about it, and then I'll talk. This show pretty much combines everything that we've talked about in all the other shows into one. There's water, there's live action, there's projections on water, there um, are pyrotechnics. Characters that fall off the second balcony. That's right. That's true. Who was it? So much excitement. It was Dopey. Because I made fun of him, I think. You did. You were like, at least he was in character. He was talking about the finale. Um, That was a high five. You remembered. I I did remember. I forgot that I one. did remember. I thought you were uh, talking about John Smith from Pocahontas because he falls from... He he has fallen. A, there have been technical difficulties, but we're not here to talk about those. That's right. It's really awesome. It opens up with Mickey and Mickey appears multiple times during the show. So honestly, if you want to get so many different pictures of so many different Mickeys, this would be where to go because I'm pretty sure he appears in probably seven different outfits, at least, I would say. I'm not sure. Just Maybe. like the Golden Globes, right? Changing out those outfits? Yeah. He's really fast about it. It's really impressive. But uh, how does he do that? I mean, with those ears. I mean, how does he get a shirt? So impressive. He has buttons and Velcro. Yeah. So the whole show centers around Mickey having a dream and the villains are trying to take over his dream and ruin his dream world. And it's about him conquering that and conquering all his fears. And then he overcomes in the end. But we all knew that because Mickey is the man. So it was going to happen. It's really insanely great. I can sing the entire soundtrack. I know what's going to happen when. We've seen it so many times, but it never gets old to see it. Music ever is had contagious. Preferred seating? We we haven't because we've been very blessed about the seats that we got anyway. I don't even know if you knew this, but we probably did tell you in our trip report. But a couple Christmases ago, my knee was really acting up because you know my knee is bad. I really have it. I need it replaced, but they don't want to replace it yet. Unless you're running age. down to a copier that's printing off stuff with my this, name on it. This is true. But anyway, I was kind of limping, and they thought I was handicapped, and so this lady took me to the handicap. Tell me a milk, and you sat down. We did. She, she did. But Kaylee and Joey were embarrassed, and so they went and sat closer to the thing because they wouldn't sit there but I couldn't I couldn't rightfully leave because my knee was upset or was hurting and I didn't need to be really walking those stairs because it hurt so bad but at the same time I felt guilty because like there were other people but there was plenty of handicap so tell our listeners is there really a bad seat there, no, there really okay. isn't. I will say, if you are not a fan of being wet, um, don't sit in the first don't ten rows. Don't sit in the first ten rows because you will get not soaked, but you will get splashed. An overspray. Yeah. So, also tell our listeners: is it worth it to fast pass? It depends. If you want to ride rides up until the very minute it starts, or the time you know your fast pass is for that, I guess it is worth it. But for us, we usually make sure we have everything covered, and then we get in line. Like I don't know, forty-five minutes is when we did. I Probably, guess. yeah, forty. We got about forty-five minutes before, and it, you can play heads up. Or just chat with your family, see how the trip's going, catch up with each other. I don't know. Listen to your own music, play sing songs, whatever you want to do. It's really up to you. I I wouldn't necessarily use a fast pass because there's plenty of seats in there. Because I think you looked it up for us a couple weeks ago and you said there was like five thousand seats and then three thousand. Oh, well, he said seven. Oh, okay. And then he said three thousand standing room. If you and I've never seen people when we've been in there standing. Yeah. No. And it's rare. Even when the show gets very full, there's usually not even all the seats are taken up. It's like the ones on the edges that people would not prefer to sit in are empty but I don't think I've ever seen it completely decked out yeah like like people all the wall even in the summertime when we were there that yeah it wasn't but there's a huge boat at the end that carries all of the characters which is amazing and it's shooting fireworks and has steamboat Willie. I mean there's so many cool characters you just definitely need to see that show if you have not seen it already one of the shows that we saw this Christmas so I'm talking if you're going to be there at Christmas time it was Jingle Bam Jingle Bell Jingle Bell Jingle Bam something like that that was a projection 
production on Grauman's Chinese Theater, which Nick knows that we all love the great movie ride. He didn't care for it so much, but I'm happy that while they're converting the great movie ride into its new thing, they are doing projections on Grauman's Chinese Theater, and that was an awesome Christmas show. They also have the um, Star Wars Galactic Knights show on there. So as you know, we do not care for Star Wars the way that Nick does. I'm not saying it's fine if you're a Star Wars person. We're Harry Potter people, and some people aren't that. So that show we've never seen, but I've heard it is amazing. So if you're a Star Wars fan, I would definitely go and see Galactic Knights. Um, I want to take us over to Animal Kingdom now. Two years ago, we saw for the first time Tree of Life Awakenings. It is a projection on the Tree of Life, which is super cool. And then this year, they... Very cool, by the way, at night. Uh, Just the whole lake area, the lighting, the ambiance, everything about it is really neat. I really, I will say, I think Animal Kingdom at night is overlooked. And it's even overlooked by us when we talk about, you know, hanging out at places and certain nights and things like that and the attraction and what what attracts us to the park. I will say we have always overlooked nighttime feel at uh, Animal Kingdom. Well, and I don't know, Nick, if you, well, I don't think you went to Animal Kingdom the year before last. I was trying to think. When we saw the Tree of Life Awakenings for the very first time, I did not realize it was being projected on both sides of the tree. And 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 it may not have been. They may have heard people saying, well, we can only see. It's all around the the entire tree, right? It's all around the whole tree? Right. Oh, okay. Well, we've only seen it from the back and the the front. front. So now I guess this year we need to watch it from either side. But it is just really cool. They um, do colorful animals. And actually, if you want to get a glimpse of what it's like, you can YouTube it because it is on there. It won't be as good. I mean, everything is always better when you're actually seeing it for yourself. Even the reflections of the water and the light coming off the water and the different colored lights off all the buildings. It's something. It's a sight to see. So then the other thing at Animal Kingdom is the new Rivers of Light. And I'm not sure what I was expecting. Did you have any expectations in that show? I I don't know. Now that I've seen it, I think the expectations I had are kind of gone because it was still incredible. I think I was expecting something different than it was, but I wasn't disappointed in no, any No, no, no. I wasn't. But in my mind, I think it was going to be like the electrical parade on water. Not like the water pageant that we just talked about earlier that's, you know, in front of the Magic Kingdom or anything. But just the little snippet that people were showing at pictures and stuff that we were seeing and the little rumors and stuff that we were hearing from people made me think that it was more like a parade when in fact that's not really what it is at all. No, the like floats are choreographed. They are, it is a show. Like they are in specific spots, specific times. They change color, very coordinated. There are people on different floats that fit the, um, I guess the ambiance of everything. The music is filtered in just like any of the other shows and there are water projections in this but it's insane because the water Water, instead of being shot up like in Phantasmic, if any of you have ever seen it, it's shot up into a fan shape. But the water is actually projected across the entire bay area, and it's projected almost into the night sky is like the backdrop, which was insane. Well, it better be the best show ever because it was... It took so long. It took forever, and they started it back up, then they canceled it, then they reformed it, and then brought it back. I mean, and then it was just delayed. It better be the best show on Earth. Well, it just... I don't know. It's hard to explain because it's not like anything else and that I think is what I love about Disney is they try to be so unique they're not the same from from park to park even though Jingle Jingle Bell Jingle Jam is similar to what they did at Magic Kingdom it's not the same as what they have at Magic Kingdom you know you brought up uh, uh, oh geez now I'm losing my track of thought Uh, the electrical parade Uh uh-huh when are we when when is Walt Disney World gonna get something back I don't know and you know someone mentioned that to me the other day we didn't book their trip because they were they booked their trip before we even knew we could do that and um, I haven't canceled it out they're leaving next week oh. but um <laughs> we can we can make it happen they were saying that was the, what they were looking forward to the I can most. get you in a tent at 
the wilderness campsite. Of course you could. But... And you can see fireworks from there, too. But anyway... It'd be great. Well, you know, in the woods, the romantic thing, evening in the woods. The thing they were fireworks. looking forward to the most is the electrical parade, and I did not have the heart to tell them. Their agent didn't tell them that? I don't know. Did they, they not talk about it with their agent? I don't know, because they've been consulting with me a lot this whole time. Well, I'm sure they'll go with you next time. Well, I just felt bad, but I didn't have the heart to tell them that that's not there. But anyway, so we're back over to the Rivers of Light. It, the thing that's so cool about Disney, like I was saying, is the Imagineers do not leave anything to your imagination. Wait a minute. That's not what I'm trying to say. Their imagination is wide open is, I guess, better a way to put it. Like, every time you think that you're going to guess what they're going to do, you can't. And I love that on the water they have these Japanese flowers. And then they have these guys in a boat playing the drums to the music that's like currently playing when it goes with it. And then they have the different animals that's a turtle. And Did they have a tiger? I was trying to remember all the They animals. did. It was a tiger and a turtle, an elephant. The elephant was beautiful. I think that's why I remembered because it was gorgeous. It just, it amazes me that someone can just sit down and that can be their job. I wish I could just sit and dream up things and then have them come to fruition. Of course, I don't have the money to do any of it, but just think about it. I mean, that would be really fun. Yeah. Well, the it, beauty is you get to spend their money, not your own, Vic. Yeah, but I don't work for them. Right. If I did, though, that would be so fun. True. So, and um, it wasn't a super long show either. It was like 15 minutes, but it was super entertaining. And I actually think it was longer than that it was cold. True, but I think it maybe felt longer because it was cold. Possibly. Um, but you do get, from where we were sitting, we did get like a little misted from the water projection, but that wasn't a big deal. But I would say that it seats a lot of people, and I don't know that it was empty. It could have been empty because it was a cold night, and I feel like a lot of people were bailing because it was cold, but there was a, still a lot of free seating when yes. it started. Now, like I said, it could have been because it was cold, so maybe when it's warmer, it'll be more popular, but... And I, yeah, I did hear actually somebody say that it's a good idea to get a fast pass for that show if you know it's a peak time in season. Because we just took a chance that we would be able to get into it because we were in the park anyway. And then we were just going to watch from the sidelines if we couldn't get into the amphitheater. But we were able to get in the, the theater that goes around the lake itself. I'm jumping all over the place. But we actually got to see Mickey's Very Merry Christmas projection show this year. I don't remember it in detail, but I remember watching it, if that makes sense. I know that it has fireworks and stuff. And one of the songs that was in it, because that's when the characters were out as well. That was also just performed not in the Merry, the Merry Merry Christmas also. It was just performed throughout the day. They had special showings during the, the Christmas Merry party. Christmas. Okay, so I'm getting... I'm getting confused, and I apologize, uh, because when you've been there, and you see so many shows, they start to blend together, and we saw so many shows while we were gone, but there was a really funny song about text messaging in there that my kids thought was uh, extremely awkward, which I didn't know why they thought it was Well, awkward. I thought it was funny, because Joey had made a comment and said, this is why they don't make Christmas songs anymore. Only the classics stick, because this is what a modern one would sound like, and it was like, they were talking about texting their friends That's to come true. Over. I've had many conversations and with the older generation about how the older songs stick and the newer ones they come around every so often yeah. now even Mariah Carey would be considered like that's a 20 year old Christmas song but mm-hmm. or even longer but they you don't the new songs don't stick yeah and Joey even said that he made a point to say that and was like this is why they don't stick they're just too weird they don't they're not classic so we've talked about a few of the nighttime shows at the various parks Kaylee and Vicky like which which ones for our listeners you know so let's but the typical vacations about three yeah well let's go four why not let's do four so imagine yourself with your family you only have four nights and you can see two shows. You know you're gonna you know you're gonna stay up for a little bit two of the nights. What two shows would you recommend? I would say Fantasmic is definitely one of them. Is that gonna be your number one? 
probably. I actually okay. do think that would be the number one. And that's the thing is if your family, since we're saying four nights here, you probably would have time to go to every park. But if you didn't decide to go to Hollywood Studios and you had a park hopper, I would use it just to go see that because it's that good. This is true. I was going to say, what are they going to do if they didn't plan on going to Hollywood Studios? Because lately, the trips that we've been booking, people ask us, should we go to, to Hollywood Studios Why it's being refurbished? And if they only get to pick three parks, a lot of times Nick and I don't necessarily. We're like, if you have to narrow it down, then that would be the park right now just because it has a lot of construction going on. We're not saying there's not good stuff there because there's great stuff there. But if you're only limited to three, you're going to get more bang for your buck if you do Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, and Epcot. That's what I feel like we tell everybody. My one and only show. I really love Fantasmic, but I, I think because, again, the castle is Walt to me. And that's my first memory of walking in and seeing the castle. So I think that I would want to see Happily Ever After, even though it used to be Wishes. Again, I know I'm uh, dying on a cross here over Wishes. If you want to watch Wishes, by the way, listeners, you can just you can go on YouTube. It's still there. I think I would probably for sure go to Happily Ever After just because it's classic Walt. I think that would be my second one is see that one because I feel like you're in Magic Kingdom. If you're going to go, you're going to go to Magic Kingdom if you go to Disney World. If you don't, I'm really impressed by you and your willpower. And it's hard to say another one for me, Nick, because Epcot is so unique in its own way, but then so is like the Tree Awakening at Animal Kingdom and the Rivers of Light. I, I so really what you're saying is you've got to really see all of them. Yeah. I would say yeah. at some You can't point, have one without the other. Yeah. I would say at some... I think the reason I would make Fantasmic the number one is because it incorporates every aspect water. that all the other shows have, but it's all in one. So you'd be seeing like water, live action, projections onto water, pyrotechnics, everything is in that show. Fire. So I think that's why I would make it the number one. So, you know, we've talked about the map projecting, you know, yeah. they project everything on the castle, uh, you know, and, I, and we've I've said this before, I think they're underselling that technology. I really wish they would expand from just the castle or not just the castle, but, you know, over in front land with Splash Mountain. Like at night, I want I would like to see the lands come alive and be vibrant in their own distinct lands. So you head over to Frontierland and you might necessarily not have any shows going on, but there's stuff being projected on Splash Mountain all night long of the characters running around trying yeah. to find each other. Yeah, Rabbit, Bra- right. Bear, Bear Fox. Uh, and maybe you hear it on the speakers just within that land, that but you wouldn't good. be able to hear it across like in Fantasyland. You that know? would be cool. Yeah. It'd be distinct just to, you know, just to that environment or that land. Do the same thing with uh, the Beast Castle. You could do a lot of stuff with that forced perspective back there of the Beast Castle and, and watching Gaston climb up, you know, the castle. And, True. And the Beast knock him down and he falls, you know. I mean, right. you could do a lot of cool things. Space Mountain. Project some stuff on Space Mountain and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, that's a big you know? canvas to work maybe, with. But maybe, like, people within the ride so it looks like it's uh, invisible and you see the ride going on on the outside of the ride and what's really going on in the inside yeah, of the ride. Yeah, that would be cool. Or something like that. You know, there's just so much stuff that they can do over uh, in each land that I really wish I, they would kind of do more with the map projecting. Like, the kind of like what they started doing over in Disneyland. You know, with Matterhorn Mountain and things like that. Yeah, because you've talked about that a lot of times and how cool that is. I know we've watched a couple of the nighttime shows on YouTube, Kaylee, because she showed them to me. I know I showed you there was the show right in front of the pier, in front of the Ferris wheel. That's all, like, just water projection, but it was still super unique, and we don't have something like that in Disney World where it's just water projection, but it was World super of color. detailed. Yeah, yeah, all the color is what it was. That was really interesting because we don't have anything like that, but it was still um, unique to Disney in its own way. And I it's, think- uh, it's like the, the show at the Bellagio. And yes, yeah. yeah. Kaylee will know what the Bellagio is very soon. Really? Oh, yeah, because you guys are going, going out. for the there. wedding, yeah. When is that again? May 19th. And that's why we can't go to Disney here in a couple weeks? 
really sorry. It's all your fault. I didn't know I was. I didn't know I was sacrificing that for you. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. I, I kid. I kid. You but, weren't. I want to be at that wedding. Uh, girls, I think that we've kind of exhausted our our knowledge on the nighttime shows. Yes. Go see them. Right. And <laughs> we, what we've learned say. here is you can't see one without the other. You just got to experience it. You can, but if if your money allows, make time to see all the shows. As always, thanks again for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Another shout out to our sponsors, WaltExpress.com. Thanks for sponsoring the show and also Joe over at MyVirtualMickey.com. If you have an idea for a show or want to be a guest on our show, text us at 407-674-0414. Well, without further ado, I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. And pixie dust. Have a magical day, my friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at mousecapadespodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.